1: Welcome to They Talk, a good game for another wonderful week. Origin hasn't quite happened yet, but for today's episode, we're just talking about regular NRL footy, club footy, the weekend just gone, and round 14, which is about to happen. My name is Lockie Pringle, joined as ever by the still-in-COVID isolation, Harvey. Hello. Hello, good
2: to be here. Very keen to chat some footy, Manly coming off a good win, so I'm always in a pleasant mood bit scary when we play without DCE and usually Tommy and Jake as well but I'm just pleased that we got got a com- convincing win over the Warriors. I'm also um, in a, I'm
1: also in a pleased mood the Tigers coming off a very strong win uh, probably the best game we've played this year so far um, really good from all the boys, never in doubt. And uh, yeah, before, even before the match, I knew that the two points were coming for us this week. Um, <laughs> it's,
2: it's great. It's yeah. excellent. Yeah, the bye haven't um, been in
1: great form this year, I'll be real. They've <laughs> gone down to every opposition they've faced. But uh, still, you worry because you know that sometimes they're due... When, when they've, when they've had so many losses, you know, they've changed coach, um, you know, you do, you do worry sometimes when your team comes up against them, if it's the wrong time, but luckily. That's right.
2: That's right. But it's always a good time. And I mean, this is why you should listen to the podcast content like this is excellent. Because- <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a classic joke. Um, Tiger's absolutely killing it. Absolutely, um, Obviously it. you get a, get a bit of a chance to rest all your origin stars who are missing. Um, <laughs> yes, they'll be
1: back firing next week, won't they? They will be back. Yep, good. Can't wait to get them back. We did miss them during the bye, but luckily yeah. gave a chance for some young younger guys to, <laughs> to put on a masterclass. So, if anything, some of them should be a bit worried coming back into club land about some of the guys coming through. Because I've honestly never seen a more convincing Tigers win. Jokes aside, <laughs> Harvey. Uh, yeah, another week of footy it was our first um, our first bye week in this season so far. So only four matches played, which is obviously sad if you enjoy consuming lots of footy. Um, well, it is
2: sad. I mean, the, the positive is that it just, it brings that tantalizing feel of origin closer. Yes, it does. You know, it's close when sides having the week off and yeah, it's very exciting. You still get a game each day. So you've got something to look forward to, but it doesn't quite scratch the itch. If you're, if you're consuming all the footy over the weekend, you're only getting half a dose and, you know there were some good games across the weekend. Cowboys um, continued their their domination uh, of the comp despite having six players out in Origin camp. Um, so they're, they're looking really strong, strong depth as well. They mm. they didn't really miss a beat. Titans, I mean, they keep sliding. They're disappointing. They're yeah, I really don't disappointing know what to say year about for the
1: anymore. Titans. Really, really disappointing year for for them uh, this week without their. Their captain, who's probably been their most brightest shining star this year, Tino Fusilmala. Oh, he's actually up. As much as the Titans have had a disappointing year, I think he can hold his head high. And for a young first-time captain, he's been the best you could ask for, I think, in my totally, opinion. Totally. Taken, he leads
2: by example each and every week. He's taken and
1: responsibility when he felt that it's needed, especially even at times when, you know, it definitely wasn't needed because he... Still has had great games, but it's what you want from from a young captain and I like what I see from him.
2: Yeah, and I mean, the big, the big question mark coming out of that game moving forward for them is Jaden Campbell going down, mm. injured. Um, looks like he'll be out for a number of weeks, whether they move Brimson back to fullback and get him playing footy in a more comfortable position for him. But then I've got no clue who they bring into the halves. No. Um, I mean, they've got a who they've brought in from the Broncos for the year, whether he goes to fullback. Oh, lots of questions for them to answer. Um, and I don't see see where those answers are coming from. But the Cowboys, I mean, I genuinely think they can win the comp this year. I they I honestly I, can.
1: They yes. Uh, yes. It's crazy. Sure. You know that in at the start of the year when we did our ladder predictions and we um we used the uh data that we got from our fan survey to put together like the fan voted ladder. Wooden yeah. spooners were the cowboys in the fan wow. in the fan. I think we both had them I think you had them the highest. You had them sort of in a just I mean, miss, missing missing out the top on the eight, eight fight, yeah. But uh, I had them in the bottom four, and the fans had them right at the bottom. So
2: what you, do fans know anyway? What do play <laughs> fans know?
1: I mean, I to be fair, I had the Bulldogs in the top eight, and I had the Tigers ninth. So
2: <laughs> I think I had the Titans in the like coming. You six did. Or six you had the Titans in say, the top eight. Look, we we all make mistakes, um, <laughs> but the Cowboys have got got a good thing going at the moment. If they can get through Origin relatively unscathed. Um, both in terms of keeping their winning momentum going and coming out injury-free with a lot of their star players, then, I mean, I don't think they're scared of any team. They've like, been talked about. Penrith was yeah. the one side that really showed them a different class and and put them... But I think they'll learn a lot from that. Um, and I, I think on any given day, they can, they can beat anyone. They really can.
1: Absolutely, yeah. I mean, there are commentators who have... Uh... I can't remember who it was, but someone has compared them to the Tigers of 05 in the sense that they were completely written off at the start of the year. A lot of young guys, not not mega stars in the spine, uh, but who just get the job done. Scotty Drinkwater is a very good comparison to Brett Hodgson in that sort of way, like just a, yeah. you know, a worker. Uh, Chad Townsend has a lot of Scott Prince about him. They haven't quite, I mean, their Benji Marshalls are more the outside backs and, and whatever, but um, than more so than a Tom Dearden type, but really they, you know, they've got a really solid team. No no major like I don't
2: see a weak spot. No, that's I that's don't right. see their weakness at
1: all. That's right. Um and you know what else? It, being compared to the Tigers of 05, their coach just so happens to have been in that Tigers team in 05, Todd Payton. So yeah. there's you know, yeah, it's a, a fair comparison and perhaps we'll a bit of that Todd Payton magic. It's a bit <laughs> of a, the, the Payton factor. Who knew? Yeah. Going well. Will.
2: Yeah, he's he's clearly one of the best up-and-coming coaches. He'll, well, he is getting the best out of them and he had a, a rocky start to his time there, but... It's paying dividends
1: now. Speaking of bad predictions, I think last year we had an episode or like a segment on coaches in danger, and we had him as one of our in massive danger coaches. So, what what does anyone know? What do we know? Who knows what's going? <laughs> who knows what's going on? You know, we've all had our pants pulled down by the Cowboys, and good on them. Good on them.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, moving on to Penrith versus the Bulldogs. I mean, it was only ever going to be one way, really. Um, yep. Penrith getting the win despite missing all of their all of the, half their team. Yeah. Um, but the Bulldogs threw a few punches, got a few points, but goes never show, really competitive.
1: Yeah, goes to show the strength once again, which we already knew, but the strength of the Panthers' uh, junior system and the next man up mentality, mentality, Um and and even more of a display of that of that system. The fact that. Matt Burton was the best on ground for the Bulldogs, who is a product of the Penrith Jr. system. So Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and yeah.
2: I mean, <laughs> it, it, we, we can ramble on about all day how, how good they are, how good their their players are coming in. They prepare for this all year. They know they were gonna miss a, a large chunk of their squad throughout the origin period. So all these players know that they're gonna get their chance midway through the year. And they're just preparing them for it. And it it yeah, it just works out so well. Um, on the Bulldogs front, still no no head coach. I mean, they've named um, they've got their interim coach in place, Mick but Potter. lots of rumours about Freddie Fitler being being the next Bulldogs coach. Uh, my God, I think it would be crazy to do it. it would be but absolutely bonkers.
1: No, fuck no. Like, it, it, honestly, is it, it, when I think about people in the world of rugby league, players, commentators, media people, coaches, and I think about who's living the best life. Freddie Fittler's top three for sure. He's, he's got the best... He only has to worry about the stress of coaching for a couple months, a year, and then he gets to ride the, ride the sideline, have a great media career. If he coaches an NRL club, not only does he have to give up... He could probably keep the New, the New South Wales position if he wanted to, but yeah. he'd, he'd have to give up the Channel 9 uh, commentary position. And then he goes to a club that is being proven to be a coach killer... Dean Pay, Trent Barrett. It, 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 like he'd have to I guess he'd have to really believe he could turn him around. But honestly, totally. what-
2: he must if, if he's considering it right, or if he takes it up, it must be that he's like caught the coaching bug and he wants it. And and he's yeah, like he just wants to get back into club level. I, I totally agree. He's got the most comfortable like career at the moment and it is Really successful in it as well. he's not just cruising like he, he gives everything yeah. to the blues and to his, his media stuff. Um, but oh my God, oh, you'd also think like if he wanted to get back to club level, he could put his hat in the ring for a number of other jobs like he, he's probably not in any rush no, yeah. and he probably would be in with a shot at a number of other clubs um, maybe uh, over the summer or something. The bulldogs are in trouble we all know they're on a rebuild and stuff. And maybe he's excited to, to get in and work with them, um, with their squad for next year. But it's a big risk. And I, I just, I think it's got such a small chance of working out well, like being yeah. like a
1: good choice. Yeah. The, on, the only, the only positive I would see is his already positive working relationship with Gus Gould, which is probably actually important for whoever gets the job because no matter what, totally. no matter what, unless Gus moves on, which he could do, you never know, he always jumps from club to club, but is, if Gus is there, you've got to have a good working relationship with him because the fact is that he is over your shoulder there the whole time. Even if his role doesn't imply that, that's, he's, yeah. he's the sort of guy that wants to have that sort of hands-on thing and if that's what the club wants then that's what they they got and that's what you get with Gus Gould so
2: totally totally so I don't know I don't know if he's if it's gonna happen or not but I don't know what Bulldogs fans would think either because it's effective he's not a rookie coach but he's not an experienced club level coach coming in and he he hasn't
1: been very successful with the Roosters he had one good year which was the year he took over and I think a lot of that was just based off being a club legend and being an inspiring dude but then when it kind of got to having to recruit and manage and coach, he didn't prove very successful for the Roosters.
2: I think it's been a long time since then. So he's obviously learned a lot and he he will be developing those skills in and around origin. Um, But it's a different ball game entirely. I just think, especially when there's, there's like Shane Flanagan there. um, There's Paul Green who are both origin, not origin, but they're both premiership winning coaches and, they seem like safe bets, don't they? They just seem like mm. the type of guys that are going to get the best out of their players, um, be it the hard way around, but they're, they're they're going to do it and they're going to straighten out the the ill-discipline and the inconsistencies that the Bulldogs have faced in the last couple of years.
1: Yeah. yeah. To me, Shane Flanagan feels like a no-brainer, especially if he wants the job, which it sounds like he does. So, yeah, that's... What I would say, if, if there are any Bulldogs board members listening, that's what I, Lucky Pringle, would do. So <laughs> there you go, <laughs> for what it's worth. Um, moving on away from, yeah, the, the Dogs, there's always lots to talk about with them at the moment. Um, your boys, Manly, getting up over the Warriors, convincing win. It's what you want to see, especially without your captain, Daily Cherry Evans, and without yeah. Tony Turbo. I mean, the, the
2: exciting points here are one Schuster moving into the halves. We know it's his preferred position, and he'll be playing there next year alongside Daley Cherry Evans. And when um, Foran moves up to the Titans, um, but he really is class. The more he gets his hands on the ball, the, the better. He, he's got a really damaging running game, but his playmaking skills are real top notch. So, really good to see him playing in that uh, preferred position for him. The other bonus I'm seeing is Garrick. Um, really mm. relishing his, his time at fullback. He's obviously no Tommy and he has got tough expectations to live up to, but he's doing a hell of a job so far. Um, obviously moving away from, from the wing, getting a lot more involved in the playmaking. But he seems to have a well-rounded game. He's pretty safe under the high ball. Um and he's just, you know, that that defensive organization and, and that chat is is sort of the key area as well that you want to see your fullbacks excelling in and yeah, it's been good, only letting in two tries. Um, Got to be happy with that. Ola Kawatu, another shining light mm. in that second row. He's just so big, so damaging. Give him the ball early and he's going to make metres, yeah. get a tackle break, get an offload. Yeah, also the, the return of uh, really Jason Saab
1: to the side as well. So good for him to, get it, to bag a try on his yep. return. He's been out for a little bit.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So really happy. Um, and Garrick just kicks well as well. God, he just scores <laughs> a bag of points. He really does. So mm. very happy Warriors again. A bit like the Titans, just on the slide. It can't seem to get many things right. I know Finoa yeah. Blake's out at the moment, and they've released Matt Lodge, and so they lost a bit of bite in the middle.
1: Um, yeah, Origin time used to be the time that Warriors relished because they would have no Origin players um, because a lot of them their side was Kiwi. It's not not so far not been the case. This year. no, no, they're, they're in trouble. they so came up against the Manly boys. Oh, it's difficult, but um, and finally, the final game of the round Raiders are uh, putting one on the Roosters. They, they, my god, they started the year looking really worrying, and recently they are stringing wins together, they are taking big scalps, they are not messing around, and they are making a charge towards the top eight.
2: Yeah, it's been, it's been huge, they really are rebounding strongly. Um, Fogarty coming back and starting to build those combinations and stuff on the side is really impressive. Um, the other thing to note is it's but the, like three of the last five games when they've, they've sort of turned this around has been without Whiten, yeah. who you'd think would be the, the key man in, in getting them firing. Um, so uh, explain that to me, Freddie. Why, why, <laughs> when the Raiders do well, it's because Whiten's not there. Not You're going to curse the side. um but no Frawley's doing well um and yeah I mean the Roosters as well I know they were missing a number of Origin players or or Teddy in particular but Joey Manu is just we say it every time he'd be a fullback at any other club yeah he really is like one of the elite players in the competition so he's yeah I got big money if I was if I was any club with a you know, a big um, roster overhaul to do or something. If so I'm just like All Bulldogs, putting together,
1: all putting together got, an inaugural roster, <laughs> the Dolphins.
2: Oh, you'd have to. Yeah, it'd be <laughs> immense. It'd be immense. Um, he, yeah. I just You almost think he's like wasted on the game to be at full, uh, not be at fullback. If, yeah. he, if he's playing centre week in, week out. We want to see players like that get be in their best positions and things. And that for him is fullback and... He needs to be at a club where he's able to do that every week, totally um, for the good of the game. Yeah, but good on Let the Raiders. Go, good on
1: the Raiders. The Roosters were fighting back at the end, and the Raiders managed to hold him off. It was looking a bit scary there, but good old Ricky on the sideline was jumping for joy as the full time siren went. So good on, good on the Raiders. Good on, good on Ricky. they perfect. Back, perfect. Going back down the fun part of the roller coaster at the moment. Uh, <laughs> yeah, gotten gotten through the scary bits. <laughs> um, uh, all right, sweet. Well, that's our little wrap up. Um, we'll be back after this little ad break with our fantasy champion and our predictions league predictions.
0: Ready to pop the question?
1: Okay, here we are now after the ad. Uh, as I said, you know, no tipping champ for this week to be announced yet because State of Origin has not happened yet and th- that is included in this week's tipping. So, Harvey, who's our fantasy champ of the week? Yeah,
2: just the fantasy this week. It's an opportunity with only four games for players to or coaches, fantasy managers to make up a lot of ground. Obviously, the scores were a lot lower with only the, the four games across the weekend. Um, but somebody who's jumped up into second on the overall ladder <sighs> with a score of 741, Jake Hurtley, 97, Hutley. Jake Huttley. My, my apologies. Um, really strong score, 741, lots of players. Burton being the captain there. I'll tell you, that's a bold move
1: he made Burton his captain in a week that the bulldogs are playing the panthers obviously a uh, origin missing players for the for the panthers but still that's that's huge uh so good on him for taking that that risk and for it to pay off
2: yeah very very um good fantasy managerial skills there good good planning for the future getting lots of players to play in that bye week he's jumped into the top 1000 overall with a score or overall rank of 955. Hello. Hartley um, watch.
1: Hartley watch. Here we go. Yeah. He's, he's
2: in consideration. Our ladder leader, Cooper Gurman of Fafidia and around FL is back in the top 200. Yes. With 191 overall rank and Benny Theulis. Just outside the top thousand, then a thousand and twelve. If they're not top thousand, is. I don't
1: care about him anymore, Harvey. We can, you know, I don't care. Fuelless Watch is dead. Fuelless Swatch is over, and until he gives me a reason to care about his uh, progress, then I'm, I'm, I'm not going to. So, <laughs>
2: fair, fair enough. Well, there's another buy coming up in a couple of weeks, where there's another chance to make up a lot of ground or lose a lot of ground if you don't have many players playing. So, get planning, get organizing. Um, as you said, no tipping of the week. This week we'll do a double up. Next week after we've got the origin result and we have all the result from next weekend's footy as well. But predictions league,
1: yes. how are we looking? Predictions league, yes. Uh, well, one prediction came true this week. It was Nikki from our Patreon um, who was sitting last, and this mm-hmm. prediction she's predicted the Cowboys to defeat the Titans by ten plus. You know, pretty pretty standard, pretty basic. End her two points, yep, and that actually, actually puts her level with me at the bottom of the ladder. So she moves from last to equal last, and I move from fourth to equal last. <laughs> nice. <laughs> the nice. other predictions that we all got wrong, my one was that all of the higher placed, basically all the favorites would win, and I was going really well until Raiders v. Roosters, until the Raiders upset the Roosters, because um, yep. Cowboys, Panthers, Seagulls all did, did a good job for me. But yes, the Roosters let me down. Um, or maybe the Raiders let me down. Depending on how I want to look at it. That's um, it, You went pretty bold. You had a pretty much an exact order picked of what you thought would be the amount of points scored from each team. You, you basically it didn't end up coming true. Uh, <laughs> so far <laughs> off. Yeah, real, real, very real.
2: very bold with that one. Um, in <laughs> retrospect, but I'm glad I threw it out there. Like, you know, how many points would I've got for that? Just I, out of I'm, I'm think
1: I, I don't feel like the Instagram followers properly understood like what it was based on text because it it was literally only given five points. (laughs) Wow. I would have been fuming. It's a good thing you didn't get it right because imagine you only get five points for that. Oh God, I would have been so mad. (laughs) In in fact, yeah. So another prediction from uh, Marina on our Patreon said that Raiders v Roosters would go to Golden Point. Honestly got pretty close. Yeah, could have done. But see, that one was worth more points than yours. Oh fuck. (laughs) It would have been worth six So I guess a a key thing is to go for predictions that are not too complicatedly worded as well. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) it's true. Good lessons learned. And finally, Tim, our Patreon uh, leader, said that Origin rejects Jake Draboyevich and Josh Adokar would each score a try. He was right with Adokar, who got two against Penrith, but Jakey did not get over himself, despite being an inspiring captain
2: that's right yeah close we've got more predictions to come obviously we've got our origin predictions counting towards the predictions League as well go check out our origin episode yeah but for this weekend's footy back to full eight games obviously yep. we've got mounting versus tigers um, to look forward to we haven't quite touched on that that's the um, third leg of the tag cup
1: yep game three which- it's a dead grubber because uh, dead rubber dead grubber dead rubber uh, manly. <laughs> Manly already winning this year's series 2 0. Um well, you never know.
2: We might might come up against each other in the finals, you know. That's true. First. It could be a game four.
1: <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Who
2: knows? Who knows? But um yeah, it, it's it's gonna be a good one, obviously. Uh is your prediction based around the Manly game? It Manly actually Tigers has it actually has nothing to do
1: with it. Has nothing to do with it. I was thinking that it would be, but I've decided to go in a different direction. Would you like to hear my prediction? I would. Okay. I've got the Knights v Panthers game and the Bulldogs v Eels game to be the only two games this round with a margin of twenty plus. So oh, okay, I've got, yeah. Yeah, all others to be, you know, nineteen or below and for those two to be twenty or above. That, nice. So it it's a margin that, that it, it, it does cover every match. They every match has to fall into yeah. the right spot for me. But it's mainly about those two being twenty plus.
2: You really think that Manly aren't going to put fifty on the Tigers?
1: <laughs> not going to happen. <laughs> Be a whitewash. Not going to happen. I, not nah, not not going to happen. Um,
2: I like your optimism, <laughs> but no, it's a good prediction. You know, um, obviously those two games, clear favourites there, and, and they should definitely have a big winning margin. But it's it's the rest of them. The, the other teams can keep it close to less than That's twenty. What I'm
1: relying on. I need the Cowboys to not go too berserk against the Dragons. uh, Hoping hoping some of their origin stars won't back up, Um, but you know, apart from that, there's some pretty close matchups. So and obviously, and relying on the Tigers to hold off, hold off Manly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I will say. Well,
2: playing on Sunday, there's plenty of time for DCE to get back. Um, Yeah, that is true.
1: It's yeah, it's a good turnaround for DCA, but. Whatever. Fingers crossed. If anything, bringing DCE back. It makes Schuster, who's going so well at 5'8", forced back into the second row, could actually be worse for you. So, you know, there you go. Um, Yeah.
2: Well, my prediction is kind of involving the the Manly game, but it looks at all of them as well. Um, Spoke earlier about Ruben Garrick being in exceptional form at fullback, filling in for Tommy. He's obviously kicking really well as well, so scoring lots of points. And I believe that he is going to be the top point scorer as for an individual player across the entire round. Out of all the players, all the games, he will be the individual that scores the most points.
1: Nice, I like it. I like it.
2: Well, see if I'm rewarded by the fans this time. It's, it's a bit simpler, a bit basic. easier to follow. It's too basic. Oh, <laughs> too basic. Oh my god, how basic do you need to go? Just want to win. But I also want Manly to absolutely thump your tigers, boys. So <laughs> I'm sure that'll be the case.
1: I believe. Well, there you go. There you go. They've got our got our predictions. Head to the Instagram. If you still if you listen to this podcast but don't follow us on Instagram, I don't know what you're doing. That's where all the all the gold is. At They Talk A Good Game. Head there to you know, rate our predictions and whatnot.
2: But Get have involved. You- Give us some feedback. Let us know your predictions. Share your thoughts. It's always good to get some fan engagement.
1: Yes, it is. And until next time, bye bye.